Welcome one, welcome all, but more than anything, welcome back to the Streetcast Podcast. Per usual, I am on the road again, and my quality is bad. That will change here soon, I promise. But right now, thank you for listening, and thank you for checking out. So let's get right into this week's tech news. So this week we're going to be talking about No Man's Sky, movies, and a little bit of the PS5 news. Now when it comes to No Man's Sky, I've started doing this podcast. When I started doing this podcast, I wanted to talk about tech news, and No Man's Sky is by far the most viewed episode. Now when I say that, I it only has eight views, but um, that's better than my usual three. Everyone is interested in No Man's Sky because of the story it presents, because of the comeback realm that it actually is. And I am too. I've played the game, and I love the game, but I had to set it down. And the reason I set it down is it's missing a lot of things that make a space exploration game great. And right now, No Man's Sky is it's edging towards great. It's updates and consistent feedback from the developers over years after its release have created this well-rounded multiplayer space exploration that is really, really good and approaching excellent. Now, what we've seen is that they've announced the newest update is coming this coming week, but haven't said what it enthr- what it encompasses. Personally, I want to see more life on planets. I want to see cities. I want to see all that good stuff. And they've always been secret about their updates, and I'm expecting it to be that. More life, more cities on planets, discoverability on planets instead of just empty planets and crowded space stations. That would be really, really cool. So again, No Man's Sky Origins, check it out. If you haven't played No Man's Sky or don't know the story behind the game, you can scroll down to one of the first episodes on this podcast or check out this awesome YouTube video from Internet Historian regarding the game's development and cycle. The updates have made it a great game, and it's looking to be an excellent game when they're done with all these updates. All right, that is No Man's Sky. Next up is the movies. So, the movies have kind of, sort of, almost maybe opened up in the United States. And one of the first major releases, not post-COVID, but post the initial shutdowns of COVID has been Tenet, Christopher Nolan's new film. I personally saw it, mask on and everything, spaced out and all that good stuff. And let me tell you, I liked it a lot. wasn't as greatest, wasn't as best. I would say 8, maybe 9 out of 10. Anyway, what's happening is that so many, it didn't make a lot of money. And a lot of the new releases are coming out on streaming platforms. And I've talked about this. I think it's great. I think it's great that a lot of these new uh, movies that we're going to release in theaters are coming out on streaming platforms. Now, for example, Mulan, I don't like how Mulan is doing it because that's behind the paywall of having a subscription. And then you need to pay for the movie once you do. No, that's bullshit. You should just let everyone have access to the movie and pay for it even if they don't want to subscribe to it if that makes sense. Like, you want to you wanna hop on 
Google Play Store or YouTube and rent a movie there just at a higher price since it was supposed to be a theatrical release. I understand that, and I hope it's that way. But if you have to have YouTube Premium to get access to that, no one wants to do that. Anyway, Tenet didn't make a lot of money. And that, it's a Christopher Nolan film from a lot of people who have... If you know Christopher Nolan films and you're a fan of his cinema work, then you're going to go see his movies. And so Tenet was a great movie to test whether or not audiences are ready to go back to the film, to go back to theaters. I would argue that Christopher Nolan fans are not as large as Quentin Tarantino fans or Steven Spielberg fans. They're just not as pop. uh, There's not as populous a group. So I can see why Tenet didn't do as well. The scary part about that is we might see a lot of production companies and a lot of movies not come out in theaters until they know for a fact that they'll make a lot more money than Tenet did. So yeah, box office flops are definitely, definitely coming up. Next up, let's talk about PlayStation 5. Sony has come out and said that PlayStation 5 games will be priced between $50 and $70 instead of the usual $60 that we've been used to for AAA titles. A lot of people saw this coming. Game AAA game development especially is expensive. It costs a lot of money. It takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of people. And a lot of these people have very specific skills that require you know, a lot of... Yeah, you know, just a very specific people. That's a lot of skills that I hope to have one day, but that's beyond the point. $70. That's a pretty big increase. We saw it coming. We didn't think it'd be this early, but it is. <sighs> you know, if games keep getting better, prices are going to keep going up, and that's just the nature of the game, right, as well with inflation and stuff, but it's hard when a new console comes out and there's new prices. Any price shift from the usual is going to be more difficult to justify. And you know what? I don't feel like they have to justify it as much. I really don't. I'm kind of of the mindset that this was going to happen sooner or later. And especially with how crazy AAA games are getting and how many resources and people it takes. I understand it. I really do, but... Let me know what you think. You can check out the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, the Streetcast, that is. And then I'm also on YouTube if you'd like to check that out. It, it, my channel is India Mike. That's I'm underscore digit. Moving on to the miscellaneous stories of the week. We have some pretty funny stuff in regards to uh, NVIDIA's new graphics cards. They sold out so quickly that everyone's even debating if they existed. Um, I believe they went on sale, and let's see how fast it took them. I think it only took them four or seven minutes to sell out completely. Of course, that is being said that a lot of real uh, a lot of realtors got a hold of the product first. So, getting your own copy from Nvidia is a little bit more difficult than getting your own copy from Best Buy or something. So, a lot of people tried to go through Nvidia. They sold out. And yeah, of course they did, because they have to sell to retailers as well. So tr- check out your local real t- retailer if you're interested in the graphics cards. I'm excited to see 
the performance reports of the graphics cards. Of course, we have them from NVIDIA, but I want to see them from users. I haven't seen a lot pop up yet. I'm waiting for a lot of the bigger names to check them out. But yeah, that's NVIDIA's graphics cards. Next up, all right, let's see what we got here. We have, ooh, this is a good one. IKEA has been partnering with Asus ROG on making affordable gaming furniture. You know what? I'm down for it. I really am. Because if you try to find something labeled as gaming, and it's like a gaming chair or a gaming desk, it's always so expensive. And, you know, that's just kind of... That's just kind of the nature of the game when it comes to a lot of products. You label them as one thing, and all of a sudden, they go up in price, just because they're labeled like that. So, I am... I love IKEA's furnitures, uh, their offerings, a lot of their styles, simplistic, all that good stuff, and I'm very interested to see what they end up producing. Next up, Steel Series. If you're listening to this podcast right now, this is a Steel Series Arctic 7 wireless headset. Steel Series just announced an Arctic 9. The difference between that headset and the one I'm using now is the mic is a bit improved, I believe, and it has Bluetooth to connect to your phone. That's pretty dope, if you ask me. There's a lot of things I wish they would have added, like a USB-C connection instead of a micro-USB. I can't believe on a high-end gaming headset they haven't adopted USB-C yet. I'm probably going to wait until the next generation of the RTX 9. The RTX 7 is doing well for me right now. I'm not planning on upgrading anytime soon. But if I was you, it's definitely worth it to have Bluetooth on your headset when you're gaming at a PC, just so you can pick up phone calls and not have to take off your headphones. It's really nice. But yeah, check it out if you're interested in there. But of course, if you're going to pay that much money for an Arctic 9, because it is an expensive headset, why don't you just get the Arctic Pro? Eh, it's all relative, and it depends on how much you want to spend and how much you have saved. Next up, Glorious. One of the most popular gaming mice on the market right now is the Glorious Model O. And I just picked up a new mouse. I am currently rocking the Razer Basilisk Ultimate. I love the thumb little handle there. I love the ergonomics. And it it looks clean to me. It doesn't look as gamery as a lot of the other gaming mice. It's very ergonomic for my massive hand. And I love the little paddle button it has as well. Love it. Love this mouse, but I was very much in between the Razer Basilisk and the Model O, just because I know the Model O would be reliable. The Razer Basilisk is something that is fairly new and isn't as tried and true, and I want to try and true. And you know, it's also ultralight. The Model O is an ultralight mouse that is very popular right now. So I kind of want to try that route too. When this new mouse drops, I might have to uh, see how much it drops for. Might have to check it out. I'm very, I don't like wired peripherals. I want wireless, so that's what pushed me towards the Razer Basilisk. But if the Model O is going to be wireless, I might have to check that puppy out. Let's see what else we have here, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like this might just be our last story of the day. And by far, it is the most complicated. USB-C. Oh my goodness. So if 
USB-C has become the standard for the USB connection, right? Everybody knows that. And USB is the universal port. What we're seeing is USB-C is becoming a nightmare. And not just for hardware manufacturers, but for consumers specifically. Now, I as a consumer know that my laptop and my phone have USB-C, and that's good. I want them to have a shared connection. However, me as a tech nerd also knows that the USB-C only describes the shape of the port. That port might carry, I don't know, let's see, might carry settings that can do video, power, data transfer, lightning, Thunderbolt, you name it, you know, there's a lightning, I don't know why I threw the lightning in there, but anyways, the problem with USB-C is that the shape of the port has become more universal than the actions that it carries. The USB port in my phone might carry just a charge, while the one in my laptop can also carry video, audio, and a couple other things. And that's why it's becoming such a nightmare with the consumer. You see a weird symbol that's for a display port on one thing, and then the next is a Thunderbolt, and so on and so forth. I really hope that they focus on making USB-C standard in that everything is a Thunderbolt port and just is connectable to everything, but I know that's also more expensive. USB 4 is on the horizon, I think. I think USB 4 has been announced. Yeah, USB 4 has been announced. And I hope that they standardize a little bit better than they have for the consumer's sake because it is starting to get confusing. And I understand why. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this episode of the Streetcast podcast. I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen through this really, really bad um, audio quality. Uh, I'm going to open up Anchor real quick and let's take a look at our how many listeners we've had and so on and so forth. Now this is primarily for the podcast by itself. This is not for the YouTube video. That's a whole nother analytics. But on the latest episode of the podcast we did have I believe it's three or four views. We had three views and the week before we had five. Are those three viewers I want to say thank you for checking it out. I feel like Microsoft blinked. It was a good episode. But to this day, Batman and No Man's Sky have the greatest views on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This is something I have fun making, and I hope you had fun listening. And to that, I'm Digit. Y'all have a great week. I'll see you next week. Work real hard and party harder, and I'll see you on Sunday. Thanks, everybody.